Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Hey, Jordan Harbinger here. Subscribe to the only show that will show you how to apply the world's greatest ideas from the most striking minds. After presenting more than a thousand interviews, I couldn't be more compelled to introduce you to the Jordan Harbinger Show. We've got spies and CEOs, athletes and authors from Kobe Bryant to Malcolm Gladwell, Tony Hawk and Howie Mandel to the chairman of Google, founders of LinkedIn and Instagram, antiquities smugglers, con men, brilliant scientists, national heroes, and even the head of the CIA. Listed as Apple's best of 2018 and countless other awards that, let's be honest, you probably don't care about right now. So come and have a listen for yourself and join me as we exploit the superpowers of the world's most incredible thinkers, amazing achievers, and iconic change makers with their insights delivered right into your mind. You'll get that blueprint of their brilliance each week so that you can learn to live what you listen. Subscribe right now to The Jordan Harbinger Show, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you're listening now. Napa know-how. This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash, like a five-quart jug of Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP, but don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General states pricing. Sales prices not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831 Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another brand new episode of the Collider Games podcast. My name is Dennis Den, and I'm here with Joshua Vayers. Still beaming to us from South Africa, still under quarantine, under lockdown. We're both here. Um, but like we mentioned before, of all the industries, the video game industry is actually one of the going ones strong. that's still going strong, still booming. Them and Netflix and Amazon and, and any grocery delivery services, they're all, they're oh, all yeah. str- stronger than ever. And, and man, I, I have been playing a lot more video games recently than I have in a long, long time because <laughs> I have so much more free time on my oh, hands. I feel that, yeah. yeah. And um, so... You know, there's been a decent amount of news. You know, we've had some delays because of the lockdown, but things are things aren't getting back to normal. But we're starting to get a better idea of when things are going to slowly kind of reopen, and people have have uh, you know put some release dates on things and shown developments. The biggest news this this week was the PS5 Unreal Five demo. That oh yeah. Showcased- that showcase it's a playable, playable demo as well, which is quite cool. Yeah, yeah. It's not a game. It's not a real game. It was basically kind of a, a Tomb Raider, Laura, Laura Croft kind of ripoff. Like, yeah, like um, walking kind of thing. I was going to say yeah. it's about as much of a game as uh, Death Stranding. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> depending how you look at it. <laughs> but it was uh, a nice demo, uh, and you had the Unreal um, Engine like developers talking about what's new in it and kind of. You know, from my limited knowledge um, working with our VR developers here at Collider, knowing uh, kind of the limitations like when you you develop a game in terms of polygon count, uh, dynamic lighting and draw calls and all these things, 
that are like sucking resources away from the game, causing frame rates to go down and whatnot. It sounds like not like they've a hundred percent solved it, but they found out through these different methods. Like they mentioned like Lumen and I forgot the name of all the, the different, um, uh, technology that they, they, they coined these things, but basically with, with these dynamic lightings, these like textures that you can have like super high res textures and without sacrificing a lot of resources, all these things seem to have alleviated a lot of these problems that developers were having before. Um, what's your take on this demo? Well, I mean, the first thing I was thinking was, were they hiding any were they hiding any loading screens because we know that developers have gotten to the point where like you can seamlessly hide loading screens so I know there is a uh, quite a few people talking about were they hiding any loading screens and regarding that situation does I don't think it really matters I mean if there if if there if there was any loading screen that they were hiding in the background it's mm-hmm. it was done so well that it obviously it, it didn't affect my life it didn't affect the way it looked you know mm-hmm. um if you got, by the way, for anybody listening to this right now, watching this, if you haven't uh, watched the video, highly recommend watching the video. It's about yeah. five or six minutes long, if I recall. Um, everything looks beautiful. The character model, not so much, but they're not trying to show off the character model. It's more about no. your surroundings. You know what I mean? If you if you looked at like the the landscape, dude, the the, the texture, the textures looked phenomenal. Some like I mean, some of those like rocks and mountains looked real, real. Like not yeah. like oh wow, that's real for a video game, but like real, real. And then the most impressive part for anybody who's either either a developer or a gamer, and most people won't understand how amazing it is. But when they show you that like high resolution um statue that was take uh, taken straight out of Z brush and you're like wow that's that's like that looks great that's high resolution high resolution statue uh must take quite a bit of resources to load that thing and then they drop in like hundreds of that statue yeah. you walk into a room and it's just hundreds of the of the same statue with the exact same level of quality on each statue and that's that is like that's pretty freaking awesome. So that's what makes me most excited about the PS5. And oh, this is not like a PS5 Pro or anything like that. It's just it's just the PS5. Mm-hmm. So it looks it's it's promising. It looks very good. Obviously, when you're putting together uh, when you're putting together something like this for people to watch and to try to showcase what the thing is capable of, they're obviously in a much more controlled environment. Like we didn't really see much. Uh, we like, we saw an open world, but we didn't see them explore that open world. You know what I mean? It was it was a very linear experience, so I don't know what what the, if they're hiding anything. I doubt they're hiding anything, um, but I'm sure we're gonna see a hell of a lot more leading up towards December for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, it lo- it looked good though, man. That thing went viral. Like at the day that that was posted, it was just I, it was shared on all forms of social media. Like it's I would say it's just I, I'd say it's been just as popular of a topic as the other topic that we'll talk about later, uh, which is mm-hmm. Tony Hawk's. It's been like. That's all over, man. It's all over Twitter, Facebook. So it looks good. And people, the people who are the most surprised by it are, uh, by the looks of things, developers. Because here I'll actually read a quote from, uh, who is this? Epic Games actually spoke about it. And they said, mm-hmm. I think, first of all, Sony has a massive, massive increase in graphics performance compared mm-hmm. to previous generations. But, you know, I guess we get that every generation, which they joke, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But it's... <laughs> But that's that's the one thing that I uh, yeah Epic the Epic founder uh, Tim Sweeney um, a lot of people are finding this like that's good news to see developers um, of game companies and CEOs of game companies look at this and go this they're excited to work with it that's always good news you know yeah definitely and and 
the impressive thing about the lighting is it's dynamic. So like when you develop a game, like if you want something to look good, but you don't have the resources, you'll bake in lighting. So it's not dynamic. You just, you have it look good and then, Mm -hmm. but you can't affect it in real time. And apparently in this demo, they're showing off like, no, no, this lighting is not baked in. It's, it's, you can, it's, yeah, it's like real. real. It's completely like, it's well, I mean, I wonder like, because obviously there's like the, there's no ray tracing involved that I saw, and uh, like I'm, I'm guessing Lumen is the thing that the that they were talking about regarding lighting. But like the lighting yeah. looks amazing. Doesn't look as good as like your um, certain uh, ray traced stuff. But at the same time, not everyone can handle ray tracing. You know, mm-hmm. well I guess the PS5 and the next the next generation consoles are supposed to handle ray tracing. Yes, but I'm guessing it's Lumen looks like it's probably less resource heavy. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, either way, the lighting looked beautiful, man. The yeah. li- like everything, everything besides the character model looked amazing <laughs> in my eyes. Yeah, uh, and, and you mentioned before about the, the, the end of the video when they were like flying through. That looked really sick. Yeah, you may also mentioned like with the environments being of like they are of cinematic quality. This also has uh, mm-hmm. implications for the film industry because if people who who don't know like. Uh, some uh, TV shows and movies are starting to use Unreal in some of their um, environments in terms of like, if you watch The Mandalorian, a lot of that was filmed on green screens and they used this Unreal technology to put in the background. So now you're talking about Uh, Unreal 5 and this higher level of quality. I think the You're film start... industry is going to get more. I think the film industry is going to get more use out of it than the video game industry. Because <laughs> obviously, with a video game, when you're building something, you, you're building usually an entire world, a big open world thing. Whereas if you're going to be doing it for uh, movies or TVs, you're just doing that one scene. You know, you're just mm-hmm. usually you're just going to be doing that one room or the one interior, and it's therefore you can make something look way more amazing. And going back to what I said, well, what you and I said about the. Uh, the the way things look uh, how it looks like movie graphics now the reason why like movie C- movie cgi has always so, been so good is because you don't they don't have to render in an entire world or like multiple assets they're usually just rendering in what they want to show yeah. you that's in frame you know what i mean and everything's so yeah, that's and everything's why baked yeah. in there's not they don't need dynamic you're not live you don't need dynamic everything's 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 controlled so that's why movies have always been able to cgi and movies have always been able to look better than video games for that reason but now we're getting to the point where it's like almost exactly it's pretty much exactly the same which is crazy like some some games coming out nowadays look better than some movies it's it blows my mind yeah so yeah this demo was very impressive people went nuts over it uh the one thing i i will say is funny and uh, make fun of kind of both uh playstation and xbox fanboys is like on one hand you have the xbox fanboys getting butt hurt over you know a lot of the press and buzz coming off of the ps5 because this has been attached this demos attached to that you know mm-hmm. being kind of jealous of of that and then you have the the sony fanboys like bragging about this demo and, and like oh yeah look at this ps5 like like i've said before i'm i, I tell you the Xbox Series X and the PS5, by the time you get down to it, the graphics are going to be very similar. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. it'll be an Unreal Engine 5. If people know, the Unreal Engine is used for 
all games. They use it for Xbox. They use it for Sony. They use it for PC game. You know what I mean? They use it for VR. They, they use it for everything. It's not the only engine. I mean, you have Unity. You have um, the Source engine, which which we'll talk about later with uh, Half-Life Alex. So it's not like this is like exclusive to to uh, PS5. Like I'm pretty sure that whatever the Xbox Series X graphics are going to be comparable. So it's like two things. One, Xbox fans don't need to get jealous and, and butthurt over this. And then the PS5 or Sony fans don't need to be like, oh my, look, look what Sony can do and Xbox can't do this. It's like, just wait. It's going to be the same thing. Pretty, they're both pretty much going to be the same. It's going to come down to exclusives, like it always does. Yeah, I see now that the uh, the solid state drive, the solid state drive that Sony's going to be using goes at five gigabytes a second, or they're mm-hmm. aiming to get five gigabytes a second. That's that's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the days when you used to copy files over on your on your computer and it would say like nine hundred and sixty eight days oh, or yeah. five minutes? You don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you don't <laughs> like, know. You don't know. And nowadays it's, oh man, that's crazy. Five gigabytes a second. That's insane. That's yeah. genuinely insane. Like that's, I can't, I can't, I genuinely cannot wait for the future of um, gaming. And I mean, with, with those kinds of, uh, with those kinds of stats, sh- surely uh, we're going to see a lot more VR on consoles next year. You know, mm-hmm. I know, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I know Sony. Yeah, I know Sony's obviously got their own PSVR, which I I actually quite liked the PSVR. It's very limited in what it does, but at its at its price point, I think it's quite good for what it gives you. It's also the most comfortable headset, in my opinion. Um, but I can't wait to see what the uh, Sony what what uh, PSVR is going to be like on the PS5. You know, and I wonder yeah. what um, Xbox is going to do in the future because surely Xbox is also going to they're not going to use the holo, the Hololens is now being used well, for a, things like medical situations, you know? Yeah, it's an yeah. AR thing, augmented reality. It's not for it's not for gaming. That's for yeah. for business use, whether medical exactly, or commercial, yeah. all that stuff. AR I, I don't think I don't think it's ever going to be for gaming cuz I mean, I remember no. they were doing Minecraft. Ma- Minecraft Earth was supposed to be for the HoloLens, and then they realized screw that, we'll just put it on people's cell phones cuz everyone's got a cell phone. Um, mm. also makes more sense to me. Who's going to spend, you know, like 3 grand on a headset to play Minecraft? No, no. Um, uh, but I mean, uh, Xbox is, which strangely, because of the PC ties with, with Microsoft and Xbox, they have been pretty like adamant of like, no, no, we're not doing VR. We're not focused on VR, which I think is a shame because we'll, we'll talk about more about that uh, later. Um, and the PSVR, I like it in terms of in terms of performance. I think it, it, it's pretty good. What I don't like is the setup and the controls for it, like setting up with the webcam that you need that extra breakout box. The controllers are very limited, you know, but in terms of the actual games themselves, they're, they're good. The performance is good. The uh, I don't really get super motion sickness when using using the PSVR, but it does have its it's more other limitations, which it's kind of harder to fix because with the PS5, obviously with performance you're gonna make it better right the graphics will be better mm-hmm. frame rate will be better all that stuff but with the actual unit itself and that like i i don't know how they're gonna fix that portion of it um but yeah i mean overall i think that was a very impressive demo i think uh, a lot of people are excited i know developers are excited to get their hands on unreal 5 um and, and then i'm sure the the movie industry and tv industry as well oh yeah 
You know, I will, I will say that uh, I can't find the article now, but I saw that there are a couple developers who are leaning towards uh, the, the the next Xbox instead of the next uh, PlayStation because they said it's going to be a much easier transition going from the next-gen Xbox to PC, mm. you know? Like, it saves the... It, it, from. I was reading the one... Oh, man, I wish I had the article on hand now. Uh, but, yeah, there's this one developer in particular was saying that it just makes more sense and it saves a lot of time and money Mm-hmm. to to do that to focus just on the xbox and pc part rather than hmm. playstation interesting um, yeah that's very it was yeah it was what i was mean quite for me i i'm of the opinion that every game should be on every system i agree world. yeah it, 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 this it, is, and, it, and it and it should be cross play you know and yeah, it should just be yes. for preference yes they should like, be game but like i said eventually it's going to be all streaming services and then but then they'll mm-hmm. do exclusive for streaming services and Man, it's going to be a mess. Anyways, um, uh, let's move on to yeah. uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. They're going to—they announced the remake uh, for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Um, it's coming out actually fairly not that far away, September fourth, twenty twenty. I mean, this is a game that I'll be honest with you. I played it, I enjoyed it, but I never got into it like other people did. Like, like because it came out when I was in college. And I had uh, friends that would just like sit there all day playing it because there was no end to this game, right? Because you're just trying yep. to up your your trick scores Try, and trying and to get the best high score, man. So they just sit and play it all day. There was no ending, and I played it, and I, you know, wasn't very good at it. It was fun. I, I, I know the draw of it. I just wasn't good enough to keep going with it. But yeah, uh, they, they're returning for it. They're bringing about the the soundtrack which you know is important because usually, as much as they can yes yes d- digital licensing rights is very difficult to to work with well yeah music licensing in general is a pain in the ass because usually you know because yeah. I've, I've dealt with it before with uh the twin peaks vr where you, you when you license it you get x amount of years and x x amount of units you you can sell with it and x amount of distribution platforms and then that usually runs out because usually you don't you don't pay for like a forever license, right? You oh, pay- yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the only reason I know this is because I, um, before um, Kingdom Hearts, uh, Kingdom Hearts 1.5 and 2.5 was originally made, they were like remasters or like reskins, if you will, of, uh, will of the Kingdom Hearts games. And they released that for the PS3, but then they never released it for the PS4. And I, I never knew, I mean, they, Anybody who's watching this knows that it is out on the PS4 now, but literally years after they released it on the PS3, um, and I was looking into it, and it was all because of uh, the music. It yep. was uh, it took them it took them years to get that onto the PS4 because of the music, because of licensing rights, uh, and uh, Yutada Hikaru, amazing musician. But because of that, that's why it took them so long. And then that I guess they just had to wait a couple years until they were able to get the licensing rights for it. Um, but yeah, that's that stuff's so tricky, man. I mean, digital licensing licensing rights, whether it's music or or movies, and then you got to like, because it's also like completely different. Like, it's not just like for the video game industry as a whole. It's completely different for Americas, uh, yep. Europe, Africa. Like, it's yep. each continent has its own like different rules yep. regarding uh, digital licensing rights. So it's so tricky to mo- maneuver around. But and you had to pay a, more for I'm, it too. You exactly, pay more yeah. for different uh, places, so you can have a game that has certain music in let's say North America or Europe, but you don't have it, let's say in Australia or something like that. Yeah, it's man. But I will say they did a good job getting most of the songs back. Like, 
And then, like, I, I think it gives them a... Tr- they're bringing... Obviously, trying to bring it back... Blah, blah. They're trying to bring back as much of the music as possible because that's a big nostalgia factor yeah. to it. And with, with the songs that they can't bring back, I think that gives them a little bit of creative freedom to throw in a couple of, like, newer... Like, showcase some, like, newer punk songs, you know what I mean? Because um, punk's, punk's not exactly around anymore. You know, no one, no one come to my house and kill me for saying that. I love punk, but it's... I haven't seen it anywhere, you know, except from some dingy dive bar in Hollywood at like two in the morning. Um, but, Not quite uh, as big no, as I'm, it was when, when you know. back in the day, yeah, like the eighties and nineties, it was huge, uh, dude. It's but it this blew up all over the internet. Like people are mad excited for this, yeah. and considering the the last Tony Oaks Pro Skater, which was disgusting, it was just like a disgusting excuse of a game and maybe they fixed it by now but i remember playing that game when it first came out and it was just a wreck like it's like they just shat on the entire legacy of tony Hawk's pro skater it was just it was disgusting it was a money grab it was horrible the graphics were bad everything was just bad so i really hope that they can redeem themselves with this it's coming out soon which is exciting um they're calling it a remaster but it's like is it a remaster is it a remake you know what i mean because it looks like it looks like it's more of a remake than a remaster because it looks from the ground up you know yeah it doesn't look like a reskin yeah which i prefer that that's that's uh, but that's just getting nitpicky on the names yeah either way i'm super excited for it they've got someone put it on my uh wall but there's i think like a i don't know what edition of the game it is but if you get like the, the 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 top edition of the game it actually comes with a birdhouse skateboarding deck which mm-hmm. is awesome. Uh, that's uh, Tony Hawk's um, company, Birdhouse. Yeah. So that's really cool. I think it was the Legendary Edition or whatever. Some some out there edition. So that looks really cool. People are excited. I'm excited. I will say this, though. As much as I've always wanted them to do a remake of 1 and 2, um, I kind of hope that they do 1, 2, 3, and 4. And then, I mean, that's me just being greedy. They don't have to do mm-hmm. Underground 1 and 2, but I would love a remake of American Wasteland because that's like my favorite. They kind of go all over like Southern California. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wonder, it's also smart for them to do it this year, for them to release it this year, because even though these are rumors, I think they're working on a Skate remake. Either They're either working on a Skate 4 or they're thinking of remaking Skate 3 or remastering it because... Um, uh, the developers said that they'd love to make another skate if if uh, they can get financing and people involved. But they said that uh, making a remake of Skate 3 would be so easy. And I, I think a remake of Skate 3 would do better than... Maybe not buying-wise. People are going to buy Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, oh, yeah. the remake. They're going to spend way more money on that because it's, like, it's, way, it's got a much bigger nostalgia. fan base and nostalgia, nostalgia as well. There. But Skate, if they had to remake Skate 3, I think it would be a better game. Like, and that's just because of gameplay. It's like you're you're not clicking a button to do a kickflip. You're like c- controlling your thumb, like actually moving the, the the stick. It's a bit more fun, um, dude. Yeah, there's hype. I can't believe it's coming out this year. You know, okay. that's that's really surprising. Do you think they're going to yeah. stick to their release date? Yeah, I think so. I mean, remember, it is a remake, so they are not coming up with new. I mean, obviously, they're going to try and optimize and 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 make things. One, not just graphics-wise, but probably gameplay-wise, as smooth as possible. But they're not going to oh. deviate so far from their original because, right? Everyone loved playing the original. Yeah, so I wonder how to... close. I wonder how close they're going to get it. Like, are they going to get all the secret levels, all the bonus characters? Because, oh, like, I'm sure. In, I mean, well, well, here's the pro- here's the problem. Licensing. I was going to say, as far as licensing, here here like 
I'm pretty sure they can get Kelly Slater, the surfer, in there because mm-hmm. um, he's he's not going to care. But then I think of Spider-Man. How are they going to get Spider-Man back in the game? You know, that's going to be a tricky one because Spider-Man was like a hidden character in uh, Pro Skater 2. So I'm thinking, like, how are they going to go around getting Spider-Man back in the game? Because uh, he even had this cool move where you're like, you, he actually throws his skateboard away and then he, like, he, like, web slings it. it back into his hands. Yeah. So um, maybe, maybe yeah, it's going to be a, a Sony exclusive, like only on the PlayStation. Yeah, maybe you can, have, you can have Spider-Man, but you can't have him on the other ones. So I can see one that. thing's for certain. It it looks good. It looks yeah. beautiful. It looks it looks it looks really nice. I'm excited for that. Um, and yeah, man, I just everyone's everyone's stoked about it. There is something in the back of my heart just sitting there, just like a little child in the back of my heart, just just praying, just please. Please don't 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 fuck this up. <laughs> like don't don't Warcraft three reforge this. Don't don't Blizzard this. You know, like I'm just please we'll don't see. like please don't mess up what should be an easy remake. Please, oh my god. Um, but yeah, money in the bag. Hopefully, they make a lot of money from this and actually go on to make more skating video games because there's no there's no skateboarding video games. Session was horrible. Um, yeah, every skating game I've played since Skate three has just been trash. Well, maybe that's why they're doing it. They're like, all right, well, we don't have to create a brand new one. Let's bring back what everyone loved and just modernize it. I mean, this on a kind of similar but also off topic, like this just gives me hope. Like uh, Knights of the Old Republic 1 and 2 remastered. Mm. Oh, my God. Remake, yes. remaster. Uh, like the rumors were saying, like I'm I'm down for that. All, all put into one game. Yes. It's going to be yes. interesting. It's going to be interesting. And I, with a modernized, they did it with the Final Fantasy VII, right? They they modernized yeah. the battle system. That's that's the one. I think Knights of the Old Republic, the first one, is one of the best games ever made. But the well, combat the system is outdated. The same. Yeah, it, it's outdated. So yeah, update the combat, make it more modern, make it real time, and then I know they want to adjust some story points to match. Um, more some of the make it more cat or something well yeah more because this was pre-disney you know pre-disney yeah. buying star wars so a lot of stuff they they still want to use but like uh like uh the sith lo- uh, planet is called korriban in 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 the game but they call it moribond in 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 now the disney star wars canon so Little changes like that, they'll probably change around some lore and history, but just do it. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next topic, this one I'm I'm excited about. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima, which, uh, when I was listening to that video, he said Ghost of Tsushima. What did he say? Ghost of Tsushima? Ghost of Tsushashi? Yeah, something like that. This is a game that you obviously, you know... We've been hearing a lot about before, and the graphics are great. I didn't get as, even though I was looking forward to it um, when it when they had first announced it and showed stuff from it. Uh, I think last year, I didn't get super excited until this because two things: one, I also I have a PS4 now, so I can I can get this if I want to, which I didn't have before. Two. I originally had thought this game was going to be, and there's nothing wrong with this because I love these games. Like, uh, I thought it was going to be more like a Naughty Dog style, where it was going to be like um, Uncharted or or Last of Us, where it's a, kind of a linear storyline mm. and you just you you follow this path. And not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just that 
I don't know. It didn't excite me as much. But now learning that it's an open world game, more like Red Dead Redemption or uh, Assassin's Creed, that's got me excited. Ho- seeing him hop on the horse and go around to different places, kind of choosing uh, the different places to go and different missions and all that kind of stuff. Now I'm much more excited. What about you? Well, uh, yeah, I had I had a similar reaction to you when I first heard about Ghost of Tsushima. I wasn't expecting this when I saw the, the there's 18 minutes of gameplay out there. If you haven't watched it, watch it. It looks phenomenal there. I think it's in 4K, 60 frames per second on the IGN website. Um, looks good. Yeah, I thought it was going to be more of like a, a li- like an, a linear experience in an open world game. I thought it was going to be more story driven, kind of like Senua's Sacrifice, like. I thought it was going to be very stealthy and story-driven, but like more of a focus on story than combat and gameplay. And having watched this trailer, um, I'm super excited to see that it look, pretty much looks like an open-world action RPG, yeah. um, which there's a lot of things that I'm excited for. There's a lot of things that I'm actually not so excited for. First of all, the game looks beautiful. Like, oh, it, yeah. looks, it, it looks... Like, it, it looks so beautiful. They, there's even, like, an option where you can put a, a black and white filter on so that it feels more like a like an old-school samurai movie, if you like samurai films, uh, like Seven uh, Seven Samurai. Um, I forgot about the other one. <laughs> the um, other one, there's, uh, there's plenty, but yeah. Uh, like there's plenty, but there, there's, a, there's it, another like, famous one. It has a one Kur- from, Kurosawa feel uh, to it. There's, there's literally like the two most well-known Kurosawa movies, The Seven Samurai, and, and it starts with an R. Oh, oh that, uh, that one's, Rashomon. Yeah. Yes, Rashomon. Thank you. Wow, I love that movie. I couldn't remember remember, uh, remember the name. So the the game's cinematic. It looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that they have this option where it's like if you want to know where to go, you kind of have this gust of wind flow in the direction that you need to walk into. I thought that that was a really cool way of like. Rather than having, you know, like some giant thing show up out of nowhere, like a trail telling you where to go, you're actually seeing like the wind and the leaves flowing in a direction telling you where to go. Uh, that seems sick to me. Like you're watching each individual blade of uh, like grass flow. It seems like the, the environment does an amazing job of interacting with the weather. But at the same time, I, I don't see the player interacting very well with the weather. I see his cape interacting very well with the weather, mm-hmm. but it's kind of weird for me where there's these moments of this big gust of wind and the trees are blowing, the grass is blowing, but his hair is standing still and his yeah. cape's blowing, but his hair is standing. So it's like, but those are like small nitpicky things that I notice because if you're going to do a game like this, unfortunately, you have to compare it to other like bigger action RPGs that are similar. I think of The Witcher 3 where Geralt of Rivia, the longer you play, the bigger his beard, you're going to need to go get haircuts in the game. You need to actually go keep your dude fresh you know you play the, you don't get a haircut for long enough you got a beard you got long hair you're, you're everything's unkept and there's physics the hair the way the hair flows and everything um the game reminds me a lot of assassin's creed mm-hmm. almost too much i would say like that like there's not it's not it's not something i wouldn't say it's something bad it's just i noticed that it's a lot of similar gameplay mechanics like the stealth, stealth, a, lot of stealth, getting, getting stealth. a lot of stealth a lot of assassinations um even the gameplay re- kind of reminds me a bit of um assassin's creed odyssey except it's a, bit, a lot more pinpoint which i like the fact that dude it's so beautiful how it's like you're this like samurai and you're calm you're zen you're ready and you're not like going in there guns blazing slashing people you're just waiting for people to hit you and then just one one slice, one satisfying slice, they're dead. You know what I mean? It's like all your, the combat looks a lot more like 
pinpoint like accuracy and it's i, I like that's what i like about it because like the samurai is not about like these big flashy movements it's about small necessary movements and you actually get to see that in the combat so that looks that looks sick which i'm, I'm excited about customization looks amazing i like the fact that you can do some good customization you can even customize your play style and evolve it as you go on um my oh sorry this is something that completely popped out for me is because now that i heard the main character's voice i was like i know that voice that's that's one of literally my top three favorite japanese voice actors of all time um I just know him as Nakai-san, but yeah, Kazuya Nakai, who does the voice of Zoro on One Piece, uh, Gintoki on uh, Gintama, he's done, he's like, honestly, one of the best Japanese voice uh, voice actors that I can think of, so I'm so excited that he's the main character and we get to experience this through his voice. The, um, the game is, uh, you can play it in Japanese with subtitles, which is what they're yeah, suggesting awesome. you do. Yeah, that's what they said, and I—that's how I would play it, anyways. Like, if, if I, whenever I'm playing any kind of uh, a JRPG, I have for me, I have to play it in Japanese with English subtitles because that's the way it was intended to make. And usually, and as a voice actor, I feel bad saying this, but usually the dubs are never good because that's when they like um, skimp out on the budget. Usually, by the time they're doing the English dub, they've already spent most of their budget, so they go to like a third-party studio and hire like. I don't know. That's why Engl- that's why anime in-, in English is usually not that good is because they don't have much of a budget for the voice actors. They're paying them like like $125, maybe $200 for their day. No royalties, <laughs> no residuals. Um, but yeah, favorite my favorite voice actor. I'm lo- loving that. The game, the one thing that I've noticed is that so the gameplay, the gameplay mechanics, the, the combat is awesome. I like all the mechanics. They're, they're, nothing's new about it though you know what i mean like they're all mechanics and things that we've seen in other games um but it's kind of a situation where it's like what we saw with um the uh um the star wars game the the last jedi what we saw with that where it's like it's a bunch of things that we've seen before in other games but it was put together uh, so well yeah fallen order sorry my bad fallen order it's been a while um like that game had so many elements from other games like souls elements and things like that but it was put together so well with elements that we're used to that it was a good experience. And I think this is a case of that where it's like, yes, we've seen all these gameplay elements in other games before, but it's put together in a nice way with an amazing story. And it's, it's so cinematic. That's what I'm most, it has a beautiful photo mode. But then again, it's like in 2020, any game with a photo mode is probably going to look good, you know, because <laughs> it's got a photo mode. Uh, that looks sick. Yeah, I, I'm way more excited now after having seen this 18 minute trailer than I was ever before, you know. Yeah, for me, it, it's because I feel like this open world style suits it better than what I originally thought. I thought it was going to be very, very linear and like, okay, it's yeah. probably going to be a really good story, but it's just, you know, they're going to kind of force you to go here, go there or whatever. It's like, no, 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 no. Like, you can go where you want and you can do different things and and uh, they, they have all these different modes and, you know... Um, I feel I'm the combat I think is the one thing though it's where it looks very cool I just want to see how it how it feels you know because yes a lot of them are like one motion moves but I'm assuming you're gonna fight enemies that are not like I'm sure they're like all the like you know basically the cannon fodder normally is like one 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 slice and they're dead but then I'm thinking about like who are these like mid-level bosses or main bosses and how how does that combat dynamic work 
it seems like it's a very like patient thing you know like you gotta you gotta look it looks like the type of combat system where you gotta have patience you can't just i hope that there are some other abilities you can evolve you can get later on where you can kind of be like guns blazing or i guess swords blazing in this case but um it seems like even like a like a lot of souls inspired games where it's like you have to have patience and you have to know when to dodge and know when to attack i mean that's easier said than done but it really looks like it's all about timing having patience um and like I, those t- those are the main two things, and you know, sam- samurai samurai's got to have patience, man. Um, mm. Yeah, no, it it uh, that's a good that's a good you raise a good point there. I'm excited to see that because obviously there's also a lot of stealth mechanics where I'm sure you can probably yeah. complete things without having to fight at all. You can just I assassinate. Am not, I am not about that <laughs> stuff. Stealth, yeah, I know you've never been a stealth guy. Me, yeah, I, well, you said it earlier on, dude. The horse looked amazing, but not yeah. just not only did the horse look amazing, but it moved like real like every whenever i see a horse the most realistic horse movement that i've seen is probably in red dead redemption but this is like the way this horse moves isn't i'd say it's realistic but it's not like real realistic it's like even like it's just cinematic like it's like over the top like but i love it like i I love how over the top the horse moves it's so like it's like galloping in this like the, the way it moves the way the muscles fold into each other it looks so like it looks so sick there are parts of this game that makes me think like it looks beautiful but like i can't say it looks like real life because it's more beautiful than real life you know like there's 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 lighting that looks almost angelic like it's gorgeous and it kind of makes me think of like you know we're good oh it kind of makes me think there's probably one kid out there in the world somewhere who's looked at the the grand canyon and gone meh would have been nicer with ray tracing (laughs) you know (laughs) like we're we're getting to that point uh and that's that's what i kind of mean with the horse where it like the horse looks like it looks amazing. It looks like no. It looks like a show horse. It looks like a million dollar horse. <laughs> like, you know, um, the two games. I love it though. This, the two games of this generation, before seeing this game and probably Last of Us Part Two, that I refer to as the best graphics on this generation are Assassin's Creed Odyssey and uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. This probably takes it up another level. I think we, we we're hitting that max you know, level of, mm-hmm. of graphics for this generation. It's funny because I got Witcher 3. I was late to the train and I still haven't, I've only played oh, it. Dude, what a good 3. game. But, oh. but in terms of graphics though, it's like, it doesn't even look like this generation. Yeah. Only, well, it's five years old now. Isn't yeah. It? But if you, if you take that and compare it to like, let's say across Assassin's Creed Odyssey or Red Dead 2 or uh, Ghost True, true. Like, wow, this doesn't exactly look like this generation. So, and then even look at the same developers. It's not. I'm not knocking the CD Projekt Red. They're oh, making yeah, Cyberpunk no. 2077. That game looks amazing. You know, it's just that's how it goes. Every generation of console, like it just takes longer to to start figuring out at, all. At this point in time, it's like a it's like a yearly thing. At this point in time, where every single year, the every triple like every new AAA game usually like puts the previous one. I wouldn't say to shame, but like it's noticeable differences. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I'm I'm reading through these points um, of like, game. for the most part, we touched on most of this. A couple things to point out is that if you don't know, like, so you have this guiding wind like that I spoke about, this gust of wind that shows you where to go, but that's when you already know where to go, where you have like a location to choose to go to, you know, and then it shows you the wind. So if you, if you're, what about places where you don't know where it is? So they say you got to keep your eye out, you know, mm-hmm. usually you'll see like some smoke in the background or maybe an animal will lead you there. Maybe yeah, the fox, an NPC. Fox will the fox, yeah. 
Well, the fox will guide you to shrines, which I love. So they've got these little shrine foxes taking you to all the shrines, and you can go and honor the shrine. Uh, go honor the shrine, um, and then oh yeah, uh, doing so earns Jin upgrades. So that's cool. So going to the shrines and honoring the shrines, you get upgrades. Um, fast travels involved, thank goodness. Uh, yeah. Oh, this is the thing. That, um, the the standoff when you're like when you're actually fighting someone, and it does this really cool like atmospheric thing where it's like one person's on the one side of the screen the other person's on the other side of the screen you have like the japanese letters in the middle mm-hmm. and it oh it's so cinematic i love that um yeah i think getting this game just for a cinematic mode is, might be worth it right like yeah like i dude i would just be so happy to just ride around forever or like there was the one clip where i saw he was like blowing a flute on a mountaintop i'll do that for hours i'll sit there on that mountaintop and i'll blow my flute and it'll be <laughs> freaking fantastic man like i'll probably put on my favorite i'll probably put on some of my favorite um japanese soundtracks in the background and oh, it's gonna be good oh yeah i mean going back to the whole assassin's creed thing even like the use of using firecrackers as a distraction you know i think of like the whistling or rock throwing in other games they're all like yeah. mechanics that we've seen. We've seen these mechanics before, so it's nothing new there. But it's it looks like this game is definitely going to be more focused on the story and the experience and the exploration, which I like. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited because it comes out on July 17th, which is not that far away. Um, yeah, it's we have soon, we have man. yeah because we have Last of Us uh, Part Two coming out in June now, and then you have this coming out in July. Um, so I've got, I've got a lot of gaming to do before then, uh, so I can get ready for that. I got, I, I did, I went to go pick up my, uh, PS4 from the office finally. So now I can finish oh, off nice. the last of us, but, uh, that kind of leads into my next topic that I've been waiting to talk about is half-life Alex. So oh, hold up, hold up. Before I get, get into that real quick. Okay. Uh, one of the things I think worth mentioning super quick because did, we didn't see it in the video, is that uh, he has a grappling hook. Uh, Jin, oh. the main character of Ghost of Tsushima, he has a grappling hook that he can use to swing across gaps or climb ledges. Um, I spoke about the customization. Yeah, you can um, collect flowers to, yeah, to, dyes, die, to dye your to clothing, dye your which clothing, is nice. Which is cool. And they, um, they said yeah. the outfits and the costumes are like actually affect the gameplay in terms of like, okay, this this outfit is helps you in this area this outfit helps you in this area and whatnot i'm excited to see this black and white full grain mode you know that Mm -hmm. that's that i'm excited about all right but yeah as you as you were saying let's go to half-life alex so half-life alex uh came out a couple months ago unfortunately i had we've been talking about this game for well since it was announced i can't say a long time because they kind of snuck up with the the, wasn't it like the end of last year they're like hey by the way it's it's been less than a year i know that yeah for sure for sure i think it was towards the end of of uh 2019 and i kept saying they're not gonna make the deadline it's too soon for like two podcasts in a row you said that i remember i was wrong they made the deadline apparently they they probably just been working on this in secret like for a long, long time, and so the game was practically was probably just done, and they just need to polish it. My God, this game! I know I'm late to the train because I I didn't remember. I I bought a computer uh, or not a computer. I I have my old computer, but I had to upgrade my video card. Uh, I ended up getting an RTX 2060, which is like the budget RTX. 
that's, uh, about, well, that's, it's about that's 300. The one, that's the one I'm getting. I'm it's getting like 300 exact, bucks. Yeah. 300 bucks. That's, um, it's not yeah. the most powerful. I'm, I'm card. getting it's the actually, same graphics card. Cause even a 1080, uh, is more powerful than the 2060. Um, it doesn't have, you know, some of the new, newer, like ray tracing, uh, stuff in it, but I, I'm talking about the 1080, but the 1080 is still more powerful. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I, like, I think, uh, it, I think it can though. Uh, what? 20, uh, the, the RTX graphics card, the one that you have, because I'm getting the same one. I think it can handle ray tracing. No, no, I'm saying, like the, the, pen, I'm saying the 1080 can't handle ray, ray oh, tracing. Oh, yeah, yeah, the 1080. But yeah. it can ha- handle higher fidelity when it comes to the game. So I'm I'm running it on my, my 20, RTX 2060, and I still can only do low fidelity uh, on it. However, the game looks amazing. So I, I got the RTX 2060, which was about 300 bucks. I found out, oh, by the way, my power supply couldn't handle the RTX 2060 because it's an older oh, power wow. supply. So I had to upgrade my power supply. That was like another 100 bucks, right? So that's like whatever. And then I, I uh, borrowed um, the, the studio's uh, Oculus Rift S, but I actually ordered uh, my own um, Quest, which is actually going to be coming in in, I'd say, a week or so, and I can use the Oculus Link with it, but... All told, let's say it was at like 400, 300. I've invested like whatever. Obviously, this is not purely like just for this 400, one. 500 bucks. <laughs> I don't know, more than that. It's, it's like seven, 800 bucks or whatever. Um, Damn. Let me tell you, it was worth it. I have not finished this game yet. Uh, I'm about two thirds the way through. I think I'm on level seven out of 11. It is, it is what we expected it to be, which was a game changer for VR. You know, I've been in, obviously I developed uh, or helped uh, produce the Twin Peaks VR experience. And we're here at Collider. We're very big on VR. Mark, our, our boss the CEO of Collider, he is, you know, big into VR, plays a lot of VR. Oculus Quest, I think is a game changer as well. We went to uh, Oculus Connect. So we're all into VR. This is next level. I'm telling you, the, the graphics this, is what blows my mind. Like yeah. genuinely, the the graphics it was well it was well received as well. Like I mean, a lot of huge YouTubers were playing it and praising it heavily. And usually, the only time big YouTubers praise something heavily is when they're getting paid to praise it heavily. And this was not a case. This was just a case of genuine people saying this is this is an amazing experience. It's, it's amazing. It's, it's it what is. you would expect. It's it's what you would expect from VR. You know, before like. I remember, like when VR first came out, this I think this is what people were expecting, and then they tried out VR and they were like, "Oh, this is this is whatever." <laughs> yeah, it's funny because when you talk about the graphics, so you know I've been playing a lot of Fallout seventy six Wastelanders, and I'm having mm. fun with that. But it's funny because playing that on the Xbox One, and then playing Half Life Alex on VR, if people don't know, you know, VR games are more resource intensive because you got to, you know, uh shoot out the graphics to to both eyes so you're kind of yeah. like almost like having your your resources Doubling it looks better than it looks better than my than, than fallout 76 by a long shot like it looks so <laughs> much better it is a vr much, game it's like in a different world for you man yeah yeah but in terms of the gameplay and everything everything that it does it does like triple a level it is is truly one of the best gaming experiences I've ever had. I'm not done yet, so I, I can't say where I put it on my list, 
right now, I would say it's probably going to be in my top games of all time. I don't know where it's going to fall in that list until I finish it. But yeah, it's like, yeah, it's it's so weird. It's like you 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 think oh, it's just Half Life in in VR, which it is. But they've taken everything about Half Life and fit it into this VR. Even the mini games they have mini games on how to like open doors or open certain objects and whatnot. And those games are super fun. These mini games just because they're in 3d. And so you're using the 3d space, the VR space to navigate and actually accomplish these tasks. And like simple things like, um, look, I'm, I, me and uh, Mark are going to do a full spoiler review once we, once we finish it and probably sometime next week, but uh, just some little things like grenade throwing. I hate grenade throwing in any game I play. Like, whatever. Like, I just Half don't the like time. I, I I don't use them for some reason. I don't. Like, I don't use when them. I'm playing when I'm when I'm playing competitively. My team gets so upset. They're like, "Why don't you use the grenade?" And for the most part, I don't even think about it. And it's like, and then half the time I do it. actually think about using it. I, yeah, I blow myself up. So it's like, no, I'm just gonna leave the grenades. I suck. It just takes too long. By the time I throw it, I miss, and then I get shot at, and it's just it's it it's not good for me. Um, but throwing grenades in half-life alex is like it's a it's like a revelation because it's like really throwing an object it's not pausing and and arcing some sort of thing and kind of guessing where you're throwing it it's all based on physics so when you throw it and like when you miss or when you get it there's a satisfaction to it because you're like no i did that i threw it like i i judged the velocity the angle and everything it feels real and that can be said for a lot of the, the shooting mechanics. Like, y- you don't know shooting until you've shot, uh, uh, done the gameplay in Half-Life Alex. Because in in a regular uh, game, right, an FPS, your reticule is in the center. And, like, you know, when you do, like, um, you zoom in or scope in, all it does is just kind of, right? It just, it just... yeah. Zoom in closer. That's what scoping in is. With Half Eye Alex, the gun has a. When you use the scope, you actually have to look down the barrel of the scope like a real gun, and line actually up the sights. It, yeah, and, and, yeah, and it's like there's there's a satisfaction to it that cannot be. I mean, you have to experience to understand. Um, have you tried out uh, Boneworks yet? By the way, I did. Uh, I look. To be honest, I haven't played enough of it to make a full judgment, but it just—I I don't know what it is. Maybe, I, maybe I'll change my mind if I play it some more. But the feeling I got from it wasn't the same. Mm. Well, I mean, they're also a much smaller studio. Yes, it's yes. From, look, from, look. I mean, they're 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 in like the arts district in LA somewhere. Yeah, I'm and, not uh, there. Yeah, I'm not knocking them. They, I'm sure they did a fantastic job. I heard but they did a good job with the climbing. Like it actually feels yeah. like you're when you're climbing things, and you can like use your one hand to hang from something, shoot oh. something else, and because I know that they were focusing more, le- they weren't focusing on graphics at all. They were focusing yeah. more on like, at, like the way things interact with each other in physics, which is quite cool. But um, man, it's just every, all the footage I've seen of Half Life Alex is so satisfying. Um, yeah, but I, what I'm un- saying is- unfortunately, I'm I'm probably only ever going to be able to play it like in a year from now when I'm back in LA, uh, and I'll probably play it at the office. You have to play it. It's it, honestly, it is a game 
that everyone should play because like you just won't understand it until you finally play like even as hyped as i was for it you just don't get a sense of, of i mean it's, it's the like. next thing isn't it it's like a big big jump like the only thing that oh, i yeah. can think of is like playstation 2 like the difference between PlayStation 2 and PlayStation 1 and any Nintendo, any other console that was out that time, the PS2 came in and it like blew people's minds away. You know what I mean? Like it was it was such a huge jump in technology as well in what you were getting. I'd imagine it must be a similar feeling to that where it's like you're playing this game and it's just so drastically different from everything, anything else you've experienced, obviously in a good way going in the right direction. It's like right. it, it must be exciting knowing that that is the next thing. Like, not just for Half-Life and Valve, but, like, for video games in general, for VR in general. It's yeah. like, in a year or two from now, I assume we're going to have a lot of games that are going to either try to recreate that or do better, you know? Well, that's another... This is actual news, uh, recent news, anyways. Um, so, so they've actually... Um, they're releasing the, the, the tools uh, for Half-Life Alex, uh, so that oh, people can wow. w- work on the mods. So... Uh, they released oh a source God. filmmaker and hammer <laughs> and the latest source two level editor so now with, through steam workshop people are going to be able to make their own mods for this game now i don't think the the engine is for license for making your own full games but and i don't know what the situation for mods are in terms of any type of commercial mods that you can make but at least for community purposes and for create i mean remember counter-strike team fortress i was about uh, those, to say they've those always, are all, they've always allowed for modding, all yeah. mods you know uh when we, we talked about um you know uh whatchamacallit uh uh league of legends and you know what i mean like these are all oh, mods. dota yeah yeah dota these are mods so now they've released these the first ones from here uh yeah, it's it's gonna be a whole. It's a whole. It's gonna be a I whole. Mean, isn't that exciting though? Like, isn't that genuinely exciting? Thinking oh, yeah. like, what is gonna be the next? Like, because obviously Half Life. When I do, I remember Half Life Two. I played Half Life Two. Amazing game when it came out. And then out of out of freaking nowhere, boom! Counter Strike One Point Six. Like mm-hmm. it. Like it just it just appeared one day. And it, it's. I mean, now it's its own thing. Like it's 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 one of the highest played esports games in the world. I wonder what's gonna be the equivalent of that for half-life alex you know what i mean like what's going to be the counter-strike 1.6 to half-life 2 you know what's going to be that for the half-life yeah, alex? i mean i can't dude, wait i can't they wait could to make, see that's the thing about you could make a good battle royale in vr well no no but think about this like playing this game to me opened up the possibilities of of what you can do now you can make a counter-strike in vr it's just different it, it will it, here it's not about twitch fingers and and like you know what i mean like it's, like it's about actual physical about actual aim. aiming yes and, you know. yeah exactly it's not the, it's not about that's the thing about half-life alex it's the most intense game uh combat that i've ever played because of the the way that it's implemented you know with the guns you have to eject the magazines like actually eject the magazines for real you know cock the gun like all these type of things like when you reload it's an actual very uh tension-filled thing um imagine doing that in counter-strike you know like you're you're, you're firing and like the way the, oh the bullets yeah. the way the bullets are is like it's realistic if you leave one in the if you eject for a clip you know in like a lot of games right if you have like uh 12 you know 12 in the, in the clip but you you used up six 
and you 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 reload, they just add six from your your um yeah your stockpile. You reload the entire cartridge and yes, and you lose those if you don't shoot out the six, you lose it. It doesn't matter. It's not it's it's realistic. You're not doing like oh, if you don't fire off every single bullet in the round in in the in the clip, and you eject it, it, it's lost. That's it. So. Um, but anyways, yeah, there's so many possibilities playing it, like thinking about what a, a Fallout game in VR can be. I know they, they modded, uh, or not, yeah, Bethesda actually did a, a Fallout 4 in VR, but it's, you know, it's, it's retrofitted, right? It wasn't, yeah, it, it wasn't from the ground up. It was just more yeah. like, and it's same with the Skyrim VR. It was just kind of like something that they added in there, you know? Yeah. Um, so which, is... which for me was for me, I think that was a cheap money grab. When I look at that, it's like they they re, they re-released the entire game in VR when it should have just been like a DLC mode or something. Because I look at No Man's Sky when No Man's Sky VR came out, it was just like, oh, you own the game, you now you now have the VR mode. <laughs> you didn't have to pay for it; it was just there. You know, they just added it, um, which so... makes sense to me. You know, like if it's if it's literally the same game. Uh, I don't know. Don't resell it like at the same at a full price because it's VR. That's stupid. Yeah, I think it should have been lower mm. price instead of full mm. price. But I mean, the well, I mean the prices have gone down now since. But yeah, um, yeah I heard like, Doom. Fall, like I said, Doom Fall virtual reality was amazing. Yeah, I haven't tried that one yet. I mean, I'm gonna like I said, I got my Oculus Quest coming in. I got the Rift here. Like as soon as I finish Half Life Alex, I'm gonna start playing a bunch of. Well, I need to finish Last of Us part one um yeah. to get ready for part you, two you but know what real quick while we're on that topic i didn't i didn't tell you this but i'm sure you've heard about this uh playstation announces the last of us part two video series and the first episode is available now oh really okay nice. yeah i don't know is it, where is it supposed but... to be like a, a prequel to to last of us part two or something like that um or is it a behind this, the scenes they, type they, of thing? they announced this new series um on literally May 13th, a couple days ago, a new episode will be released every Wednesday for the next three weeks. The series will cover different aspects of the game, including its story, gameplay, and more. Um, cool. So I think, yeah, it's just like, if, if anything, it kind of reminds me of Final Fantasy 15. They released an anime right before the game. Like, each week they released an episode of an anime just to keep keep the hype train going, pretty much, you know? Yeah. So I see this as like a a way to keep the hype train going. It's not going to be the series that we're getting. It's more like, it looks like it's going to be a CGI uh, movie um, kind of thing. Yeah, it looks interesting though. I thought it was worth bringing up real quick. Cool. All right. Um, it dives into the core themes of being explored in the story, including a look at Ellie and Joel's life in Jackson County, Wyoming. Um, see, I got, it I got like to yeah. I got to finish part one first before, before you can I watch it. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like it's a tie-in kind of thing, like what happened in between or whatever. Um, yeah, that's always a good way to keep people hyped. Yeah, so uh, we have a bunch of smaller news. Let's run through to wrap this up. Uh, Cyberp- Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk 2077, they released a, a car that's uh, Mad Max. Uh, it's like uh, the fifth anniversary of Mad Max Fury Road, which is one of the best, to, to me, one of the best action mm-hmm. movies ever made. Um, they had a, Amazing a car that's inspired. Yeah, yeah, a, a car that's inspired by by Mad Max looks cool. Uh, so a thousand horsepower. Yeah, you will ride eternal, shiny, and chrome. Yeah, looks awesome. Dude, I can just I can I can see it now, dude. People are going to be playing this like the amount of streamers who are just going to be yelling, "Witness me! 
witness me i live i die i live again oh my god yeah. um the people are gonna be uh, spray painting their teeth in their yeah, mouths. please don't do that please don't do oh, that yeah. not, not healthy not healthy um this one kind of hit me uh sick. we have uh respawn co-founder vince zampella says that currently there are no Titanfall games in development. Then suggesting yeah. uh, Titanfall. They were teasing kind of a Titanfall game last year. You know, Titanfall 3. You know, with the success of Apex Legends, which is, you know, based on the, the Titanfall universe, but obviously way more successful. Uh, they just aren't working. They're, they aren't focusing. You know, and the, you have the success of uh, Fallen Order as well. So they probably shifted priorities to there so they probably have apex legends and then they have uh, fallen order 2 that they're working on so it sounds like fight titanfall which titanfall 2 is actually one of my favorite fps's of all time and mm-hmm. i only recently played it i think it was the last year Fantastic well, I, played game. More, I played it more recently than you i think yeah. i started playing it about a month ago because of the lockdown well because of you because you're the, you always told me to play it i'm yeah. probably about halfway through it yeah. it's dude it's fun though it's, fun. it's so much fun mm. it works really well and if you play Apex Legends, you know the controls already. It's, it's... And you know the guns, which was great. I didn't yeah. like. I didn't have to worry about what guns to pick up. I was like, oh, I know this gun. This is great. Um, yeah, let's see. There's a, a Ubisoft says they got another AAA a mystery game to be released in 2020, 2021. Yeah. So probably like the end of the year. I, I there's not. I don't even. I can't even speculate as to what this could be. Like because it's it's not it's not one of their it's not one of their existing IPs. It's got to be something new. Because yeah, otherwise you wouldn't be, know about it. It's not going to be Splinter Cell. It's not yeah, Splinter it's not. Cell. Yeah, it's not not Assassin's Creed related. It's not Watch Dogs related. No clue what it's going to be, but they have. But yeah, it's a AAA game. It's going to be coming out 2020 or 2021. So probably the end of this year, beginning of next year. Uh, I guess around the time of the next console launch, or of the next next generation of consoles, it seems like it seems like they're going to want to get this out for the next gen, whatever this game is. A, a, yet movies, to be an, a yet to be announced franchise so it's probably a new IP Ubisoft uh, ter- uh, for a limited time you can actually download for free their educational discovery tours for Assassin's Creed so oh, you can yeah. actually uh, download uh, ancient Egypt and uh, Gre- ancient Greece and it's like this guided tour using uh, kind of the, the Assassin's Creed it's, engine it's and graphics actually- it's actually in the game, like like it's not something that they released recently. It was actually already built into the game. They just decided to make it free. Like that was the first thing I actually did when I installed Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Was I saw that there was a digital tour like on the main menu, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. So I did that, and it's it really is. It's beautiful because they that it's a beautiful map. So I highly recommend it. It's probably a huge download though, because if it's showing you the whole map, or it's got to at least be like fifty or sixty gigs. Yeah, it's uh, from May fifteenth to uh, May twenty first, so it just uh, started. So if you you have to sign up for uh, the Ubisoft uh, account to get it, um, but yeah, if you're interested in it, go check it out. It looks cool. You, you know what? With along with the lines of that, within the same time limit, I think it's similar. Except it, I think it's till the twenty sixth. But right now on uh, the Epic Game Store, you can go ahead and pick yourself up GTA Five for free for yes. the next five days. Yeah, yeah they so crashed it's like the, the same... store. Yeah, they crashed. Yeah, the store that's crazy. I I try. I, I actually got it, but it took a while. So like when I first loaded up the Epic Game Store, I just couldn't 
like I couldn't even log on because there were so many people going on. Um, so which was crazy because it kind of prevented. Well, I, I guess if you had shortcuts on your, but if you tr- uh, try to like load a game from the actual launcher, you couldn't do it because you couldn't even get in there. Anyways, yeah, uh, yeah, it's free uh, on the PC using the Epic Games Store. Uh, I mean, what blows my mind about this? Oh, also, right now, if you are going to pick it up, it's right now for the next couple. I think till Monday, it's going to be double money and double experience on the online mode, which is great. And like a lot of the things are on sale right now, so it's a great time to get into the online mode. Um, dude, what? Just how crazy? is GTA five to think about that for a second. It is the most, I don't, I don't know if you know this, but in terms of like a piece of entertainment, GTA five has made more money than any other piece of entertainment in the entire like world. Did you know that more than any movie, more than any, is that, is that including the game, including, including including micro sales. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Because what I was going to say is like, remember red dead redemption two is the, the biggest opening sales for any piece of yeah. entertainment uh no i'm talking like oh i'm talking since like since the, i mean for the past what the game's been out se- seven years no yeah. 2013 2014 yeah it's been out for like se- so since then i know it's made more than like 100 billion which is that i think like it crossed 100 billion a long time ago it was um correct me if i'm wrong there but it's it it's just it blows my mind that one that one piece like that one video game literally made more money than any other piece of entertainment in the entire world. Um, that's crazy. Like that. I mean, once again, though, it makes sense if you consider the microtransactions, the, the, the gambling and all those other things that they had involved, you know, uh, I haven't spent any money on the game besides actually buying it. But, uh, man, dude, that's just that that's crazy to think so, which is why they're still like, uh, doing so much for GTA online is because it's still making them so much money yeah. every single year. That the, why know, not give it away for free? Remember when? Uh, exactly. Yeah. When I think wasn't like Warcraft uh, or uh, sorry, uh, World of Warcraft. What wasn't that free? Is that free now? I remember there was a period of time it's where like, it was like free. I think it still is. I mean, if you're play, if you want to play WoW Classic, I don't think it's free. You got to play your pay your monthly fee to play WoW Classic. But to play normal WoW, I don't know if this is still the case. But for years, and I mean years, like literally years. Uh, it used to be free up until level 60, I think, or no, free up until level 30 or something like that. It was like that. That's how they kind of worked it out for years just to get people to play, get back into it again, uh, which I, right now with quarantine going on, a lot of people are playing uh, a lot of people are playing WoW Classic. I was even thinking of getting into WoW Classic myself. Yeah. Uh, right now. Uh, so Fantasy Star Online 2 uh, is now available in North America. Uh, you can get on oh, wow. the Xbox One. Xbox One is a free to play. So it's you know one of those games that is sustained by microtransactions. I loved the first one. I played it on my Dreamcast, um, which is interesting enough because uh, uh, Mark uh, Fernandez, the CEO of Collider and uh, co-owner, he uh, he got me into Star Wars Galaxies recently, and I've been. If you follow our channel, you'll see we we've been posting live streams of us playing Star Wars Galaxies and playing it reminded me of my Fantasy Star Online days which was where you could team up with other people, you can chat with them, you can exchange items, you go on missions together. Now Star Wars Galaxies is a much bigger world than Fantasy Star Online because I remember Fantasy Star Online was really just five levels and each level had like four or five levels itself. So it was really like 25 like mini levels and and it was very linear you know 
uh, how, Star Wars. How, how would you say? How would you, how would you say the real quick? How would you say the story for Fantasy Star Online is because there? Oh, I've been no meaning. To, I've been meaning to watch the anime. There's no story. I've been, okay. there's no, there's there's no like, story. There's like two animes out about it as well. I don't know about the there's anime. No story? The game, the game oh. itself. There's, uh, no, there's no story. Like a wonder, I mean, I'm, I'm sure wonder there's like a, there, I'm the sure anime. there's like a very limited story. Um, you know, to for the game, but I just remember it was all about looting, and grinding, and you know, getting better armor, getting better guns. You know what I mean? That's you know, a lot of these MMOs are you know, it's about grinding. I like grinding Grind, a lot of the time. Loot, like loot, genuinely, grind. I, I love loot grinding. That's why I still play Diablo three today. So I just love loot grinding. Um, yeah, uh, Sony. Yeah, Sony says this is another one here. PS five. Sony says the hardware is on track with no major issues with software, which leads me to raise an eyebrow because it's like, why would you go out and say that? <laughs> like, and also, why would you I mean, say software? No major yeah, issues exactly. with software. No major issues with software. Like why? Like especially when the only thing that's come out was the overheating issues, which has got to be a hardware issue. You know yes. what I mean? So like I don't know. It's a very weird thing for them to say. Um, but yeah, I think the, the may, hardware being if the rumors are true, maybe they just was overly ambitious in terms of what they want. Possibly, I mean, yeah. And especially with the we, we talked about the case design, maybe they wanted to keep it slim. And you know, especially with you know Japanese culture, I don't know if you remember the first Xbox. I mean, Xbox in general doesn't sell well in Japan. It's gotten much further along than before. But the original Xbox was so huge, nobody bought it. I remember. I remember. It was like a a VCR on top of a VCR almost. So so the newest Xbox, the Xbox Series X that's coming out, is actually like a mini PC tower. It is Um, modular, right? I don't know. That's my speculation that it is. Someone but was saying it's that it's going to be upgradable. It's, it, from what I was from what I was reading, it's going to be upgradable. So it, it, it pissed off some people. Like yeah, it pissed off some people. But mind you, if it's going to be upgradable, it's probably going to be like Microsoft owned parts. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. you want? No, no, yeah, you yeah, want to yeah. get another a new SS uh, a new SSD? You gotta gotta get the Microsoft. You gotta get the the Xbox brand. You know. Yeah. So that's probably how they're going to do that. I mean, either way, it's still better than having to buy an entire new console. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, we're on the Sony. Uh, Sony denies its October PS5 release date, which I don't even know why this is news trending. Like, who, who in their right mind would think that the PS5 is going to come out in October this year, given the year we're having? You know, yeah. um, even before even before this uh, whole um, lockdown situation. I don't want to say the word because people get demonetized, but um, because of the whole thing going on, even before that, there was nowhere. There was no way they were going to release it in October. You know, like. Uh, maybe maybe November, end of November, early December, but the, the an October release date never made sense to me, even before like pre uh, pre COVID nineteen, you know. Yeah. Um. All right, I think that's it for me. I mean, uh, what have you been playing uh, lately? Hold up, couple another couple small bits to bring in. Uh, Marvel Iron Man VR is coming out oh, on July third right. for a uh, PlayStation Four PSVR on they, July third. They, they delayed that re- before. It's yeah. ready to go. They just didn't want to release it, you know, when people couldn't go out. Couldn't go which out. Which is weird. Yeah, the, the VR systems, yeah. Which is weird because uh-huh. everyone's at home playing more games. And I'm telling you, Netflix, Amazon, and video games just <laughs> during this quarantine, is, 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 yeah. uh, they've been it's going about, up instead of down. About two months away. So that's good. And um, let's see. Oh, yeah. Uh, you tr- you've played Predator Hunting Grounds, right? No, I, I have the code, and yeah. I just I, 
just with it's, all the other games I've been playing, haven't? Yeah. Is it? It's okay. fun. It's fun. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's as fun as those type of games as you're gonna get. There's, I think of like there have been other uh, games like it. You know, like uh, can't think off the top of my head now, but like Friday the Thirteenth, those kinds of stuff. It's fun, but I just they're coming out with a DLC where you get to play as the good old the, the Governator, the Terminator. Mm-hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Nice. Um, so he's coming to Predator Hunting Grounds. That's quite cool. This is something... Wait, actually, one more small thing before I talk about this last big, big thing. Uh, Diablo 2 Remaster apparently coming out this year. It's been rumored for a while. There's still no, like... There's still no clear things of whether it's going to be coming out or not. It would definitely save... I mean, after, after watching Blizzard and that horrible, horrible thing that they called Warcraft 3 Reforged... A Diablo 2 re- remaster, if they if they screw this one up as well, I, I do not see this company do I mean, this company is already doing horrible. Blizzard is the act, Acti Blizzard, whatever the hell you want to call that company. They're just running it into the ground, man. I I feel if only Activision wasn't involved. But anyways, so if the, if the, if that is true, uh, the Diablo 2 remaster is coming out this year. And then this you might find interesting. PlayStation is... Uh, when the PS5 comes out, they're also uh, launching an umbrella uh, an umbrella brand, um, PlayStation Studios, which is going to be kind of like um, it's going to unite all of its first party titles. Um, so basically, all those like all the studios that they acquired and all the studios are doing exclusives for Sony, they're going to be kind of under this umbrella brand, which is just going to be called PlayStation Studios. Um, I wonder why they did the move to do that. I'm not too sure, like because. That doesn't really change anything in my eyes, you know what I mean? Except for them being able to put another name on top of a de- yeah. different developer, you know? Um, yeah, the studios that were revealed includes characters from Last of Us, God of War, Uncharted, Ratchet and Clank, Horizon, Little Big Planet, Horizon Zero Dawn, sorry. Um, but yeah, pretty much all the exclusives. So they're just going to be under an, an umbrella company now, which doesn't really add anything to our lives. Um yeah, I'm not sure what's going to happen with that, so that's going to be interesting. But that's pretty much the last bit of news I have. Cool. Uh, what have you been playing recently? I'm still playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey because that game is huge, dude. Oh yeah. I, I especially because I've got all the DLC. I just there's like there's actually I actually got tired of the game because I was like I just can't right now. It's just there's so much going on. Uh, I love it though because I'm I'm playing it for the story. It got to a point where I was actually sick of the comp. I was sick of the gameplay. The mm-hmm. gameplay mechanics, and I was only playing it because I was like, I want to know more about ancient Greece, even though it's not real. But I was like, give me mm-hmm. more of the story, so I keep playing it, playing, playing. So that Minecraft, uh, because like I said last video, Minecraft has been really good for my anxiety. It's been keeping me calm. It's actually been really good for my anxiety, which is interesting. So I've just been playing a lot of Minecraft. But the game I've been playing the most is Warzone, dude. Call of Duty Warzone is mm-hmm. sick. Uh, it is sick, sick, sick. Um, I'm getting my new gaming, uh, my new gaming PC rig next week, so I'm gonna be able to go back to streaming. Um, I know I always tell you guys to follow me on um, on Twitch and things like that, but I haven't been able to stream in months because I don't have a rig to stream. I mean, I can stream on my PlayStation, but I don't, I can't run OBS and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna be streaming uh, quite a bit of Warzone in the future. Um, maybe I'll even hop on you guys. Um, the collider twitch and stream for you yeah. guys a couple of days you know sure. i'm literally doing nothing all day every day so i may as well be streaming for um on the collider twitch channel as well but dude warzone it's been good it's been fun a lot of uh there's also this is a bit kind of old news but we didn't cover it a lot of pro gamers are saying that if you want to be if you want to be a pro gamer you should steer clear stay clear of call of duty and call of duty warzone because there's a lot of 
uh, things you can do to your guns that pretty much takes away recoil. And if you play a game for hours and hours without recoil and you go back to another game that does have recoil, obviously your skills are going to be very different. So a lot of pro gamers have been saying you can play, if you find the game fun, play it. But if you want to be a, like a pro FPS player, don't play it. For, don't get used to the game, you know? Because it's not gonna, it's not healthy for other games like Fortnite and CS:GO, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, well, I'm waiting for once they start doing a VR, uh, either battle royale or death team deathmatch games. There and... was a battle, there was a VR battle royale, and like it was really popular the week it came out, and then it just fell off the face of the earth. I don't even know what it's called. You, you, I saw some I... gameplay of it though, but this was like two, this was like a year ago, two years ago when. Mm-hmm. VR, I wouldn't say VR was in its infancy, but it wasn't what it is today, yeah, you know? Yeah, no, no. Take Half-Life Alex's engine, turn that into an online, either a team deathmatch, deathmatch, or battle royale. And, uh, Dude, yeah. how crazy would esports be, like VR yeah. esports? Oh, yeah. That's going to be next level, Dennis. That's actually yeah. going to be so cool. People are going to have like their own studios, like set up in their basements, so that like yeah. like courses where they can run around and take cover. And oh my god, yeah. dude, esports VR is going to be sick. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Other than that, so I've just, I've just been playing those games. Uh-huh. Um, and like I said, hopefully, well, I'll I'll let you. I'll let you, anybody watching this who's interested in watching me stream video games. I'll let you guys know in the next video uh, the times and stuff like that. I might create a new Twitch account. I'll see. Um, but yeah, looking forward to getting my uh, my PC so I can also do work, get back to voice acting, back to editing. They oh they also they opened up the film industry out here, or at least the film permit oh. offices. So okay. I think I'll be able to go back to work, which is nice. Oh. Uh, definitely not happening here. <laughs> yeah, no, I see that. It's definitely. I'm pretty shocked that uh, I'm really shocked actually that the uh, film permit offices opened up again, considering uh, t- tobacco and alcohol is still illegal to be sold. Mm. Uh, like you, you can't have gatherings of more than I think Look, 10, listen, like now, more than ten people. So how are you going to pull anything? People anyways? in America are riding over not being able to get a haircut and not being able to go Applebee's. Dude, we, we, shut had, down, it, we had someone die should, the other day because they drank their because of the pineapple beer that they made. Like we've got people home brewing their own liquor because yeah, they yeah. have to, and they're like dying from it out here. Because that's how desperate they are to be drunk. Definitely did not eliminate alcohol or uh, tobacco here. People would go nuts. Even the people going nuts over minor things, something like that. They would just that would be like the end of it. Do you guys have a curfew? We have a curfew. No, no curfew. But uh, there's not really anything to do uh, now because there's no bars open. There's no restaurants. You know, I mean, restaurants you can take out, but that's it. Um, But yeah, it's there's no curfew, but. But we we have a kind of like a indefinite lockdown here in LA for the time being. I mean, they they're yeah, saying probably July. Yeah, July is probably around when they'll they'll lift it. But I think the thing that people are misconstruing is it's not a full lockdown like before they started to open up small businesses. Yeah, it's just not big ones. You can't go to like you can't dine in restaurants. You can't go to a bar. You can't go to like see a show yeah, or whatever. We finally allowed because we even like. Um, deliveries was illegal. Like we oh, only just, God. I think, two days ago, allowed things like pizzas and stuff like that to be delivered. This so now crazy. restaurants can at least deliver. They can't even like, yeah. like restaurants can't be open at all, but they can now deliver, which is good. Um, as the only the other things that have changed is um, I can now actually order my computer, like I was talking about, because before the yeah. time you can only order essentials uh, and what the government says is essential. 
Um, yeah, no, it, the, the lockdown's been a lot stricter here. We're going out stages by stages. Like right now we're on level yeah. level five being full lockdown. We're now on level four. We were supposed to go to level three today, but we're staying on level four for a while. Uh, we're, I mean, our government has plans to still be on like level one or two early next year. Um, I think we're going to be on lockdown until to. September. We're going to be on lockdown until September because we're, I mean, look, you guys are going into summer now, which is good for you. Um, I mean, it doesn't, the virus doesn't go completely, it doesn't go away completely, but your transmissions are going to go down. Uh, we're going into winter, so we're going to see our rate of like people getting it is going to go way up higher because of the, it's also flu season. And yeah. um, man, our, our country is also just not testing. Like I have a lot of people who are saying, we're not worried. There's only 2,000. We only have 2,000 cases testing. in the entire country. I was like, I was like, dude, we are testing 3,000 people a week. That is, we, are, we have millions of people in this country. We're testing 3,000 people a week. Of course, we're barely going to find any. It's, it's stupid. Yes. Um, but yeah. Uh, and yeah that's I, not gaming like, related. <laughs> but, but in general, you know, going out and they're going to do things in stages. And I think even when, let's say, I go back well, they to They can't just or, open up the floodgates. They, it's, it's no, impossible. and even you like when you... You can't just open, end lockdown, you know? You can open up offices, right? But then yeah. you still probably have to wear masks and do social distancing, you know? Even when you work, you know? So. I kind of hope that they... I, for me, it would make sense if they did it by region because where I live right now, um, I'll be moving once I'm legally able to because we're locked down in regions as well. Like I can't leave uh, my region without special permit or anything like that. There was actually one week where they allowed travel for one week so that people can move to the place where they work. Like if you worked out of town, you can now at least move to where you work to be able to still work and things like that. But I haven't been able to, I, I literally live in like the middle of nowhere, dude. Um, it's beautiful out here, but I'm in a, like a population of like less than a thousand people in this little village that I'm in. So it's like, I feel like when you're in like a little village or something with a, such a small population, you should be able to have a different type of lockdown. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, if everyone in this, if everyone where I am right now decided to go walking, it, they still wouldn't bump into each other. <laughs> like that's how little people there are here. Um, yeah, well, LA is super packed. So yeah, there's no uh, way if you're high, high, that's too high density. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, like I said before, I've been playing uh, Half-Life Alex. I'm going to finish that hopefully soon. I was Fallout playing Fallout 76. I'm like that, uh, you know, that meme with the boyfriend and the, the girlfriend looking at the other girl or whatever. So Fallout 76 is like oh. <laughs> girlfriend in the back and I'm looking at Half-Life Alex. Um, but as soon as that's oh. done, I don't know if I'll jump back to Fallout. I mean, I'm still playing Fallout 76 just because, you know, Should VR download Warzone. is... Download Warzone on the PS4. No, no, it's I'm only 100 here. gigs. It doesn't matter. I had because I got to I got to finish Last of Us Part One. I mean, that's my of course. Right yeah. now, I, Fallout seventy six and Last of Us Part One are going to be my priorities outside of Half Life Alex, which I'm going to finish very soon. So yeah, um, and then that's it. So I hope uh, everyone who's been watching and listening, uh, everyone's safe. Uh, let us know what games you've been playing. Let me know you know what you think of all the different topics that we talked about. The Unreal Engine 5 demo, Ghost of Tsushima gameplay and presentation, Tony Hawk uh, Pro Skater 1 and 2 remake slash remaster. Uh, have you played Half-Life Alex yet? What do you think about it? All, all the cool, fun stuff. Um, Josh, where can people find you? 
Uh, I was going to say also, if you guys get the chance to comment down below, uh, let me know, seeing as I'm starting up a new streaming channel, mm -hmm. let me know what you guys want to see me streaming. Uh, if I'm going to be streaming on the Collider channel, let me know what you guys would like to see on there. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you guys can find me on Instagram at josh.toki. Mm -hmm. uh, usually after this, I say my Twitch name, but I think I'm going to create a new Twitch account. So mm -hmm. just go to my Instagram for now, josh.toki. Um, yeah, and I'll be able to keep you guys posted. And obviously, you guys can see me here on the Collider Gaming channel. Cool. And you guys can find me on Twitter at ThinkHero or Instagram, Dennis.TZNG. Make sure to subscribe to this YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Collider Games. Also, subscribe to our podcast feed. That's Collider Factory Podcast. Facebook or here every single week. And in the next, until next time, see you guys later. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa Online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa Know-How. Napa Know-How. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but I said Mr. Worldwide. You already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Babo, you know that you can get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's, that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on Negative to Positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify.